We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Even by today's standards, the murder and love triangle that involved Dolly Osterreich in the 1920s is unusual and scandalous. Early 30s housewife Valberga Dolly Osterreich was wed to the proprietor of a Milwaukee apron factory and was a homemaker. Fred Osterreich was successful and worked long hours. But Dolly had needs and Fred was either too busy or too drunk to meet them. Dolly discovered that her sewing machine wasn't operating one full day in 1913. Fred agreed to send a repairman over after she called to express her anger. Otto Sanhuber, a 17-year-old, arrived to make the repair. Given that she was aware that Otto was Fred's factory employee, Dolly must have anticipated that Fred would send him over. Dolly, who would be dressed in nothing but a robe and stockings, welcomed Otto when he arrived, and thus began a bizarre affair that would last almost a decade. Join us as we discuss the case of Dolly Osterreich and her young lover. Well, hello, fellow weirdos. It's Dom, and welcome to this week's episode of Horror House. First of all, thank you for being here today. And please remember that you're just a downright lovely human being. And I'm very glad that you've decided to take time out of your schedule to listen to this episode. Very, very glad that you're here. This week is also a special episode, as we have some very special guests from a podcast that is actually one of my favorites, um, and that I've wanted to collab with for such a long time and joining me today are the hosts of the amazing twisted and uncorked alicia and sierra welcome ladies to horror house hello <laughs> thank you no, you started us off on a spicy a nice note welcome. there i'm like okay holding my breath oh my goodness i'm, I'm not introduced <laughs> yet okay wow thank you so much for having us dom we're excited to be here no thank you for yes. thank you for coming on uh, like i said i've wanted to get you guys on the show for for a while now but obviously being in like three different countries and time zones and, <laughs> and scheduling and mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a fine art to get to get a time and a place but we did it exactly. we did it we got there <laughs> so before we get the ball rolling um i thought that it would be good to let the people know about your podcast and where people can find you and what is twisted Un- and uncorked all about take it away sierra okay, i'm, I'm fired taken. from doing it um, from the last one so <laughs> I talk too much. <laughs> you are not. Uh, it, Twisted and Uncorked is a, uh, I mean, it started as a collab. I had a different podcast. She had a different Ooh. podcast. We decided that we were better together. And so we joined forces and created what is now Twisted and Uncorked. Um, it's a true crime and mystery podcast. Anything twisted, really. We rotate through categories of haunted and conspiracies and cults and unsolved mysteries and um all kinds of different things and then of course we sprinkle in the creepy serial killer stuff and a bunch of other bonus content (laughs) um you can find our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts we're on apple spotify all the things 
And we post new episodes every Tuesday. We also have a One. YouTube channel if you're more into oh, watching yes. your podcast and listening. <laughs> YouTube and TikTok and all the things. Instagram, yeah, see, all we, the things. We need to get on YouTube. For, for a while, I've been thinking about putting the podcast on YouTube, but I can't like video edit in any way, shape or form. So I, I can help know. you. Same. She does all of it. <laughs> I mean, if, if you would I be know happy to very help, be um, beginner level hacks. But no, I, got, that, I got you if you ever want to yeah, try. I'll have a think and I'll hit you up for sure. Because if it gets if it gets more more eyes and ears on the show, then it's only a good thing, right? Um, Any exposure is good. Right. Exactly. 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 Yes. And speaking of eyes and ears, in January, we had over 700 downloads for the month. Um, oh, wow. That's so awesome. Wow. Look at you was go. by far the best since I launched the podcast in late 2021. So... Yeah. Fuck yeah. Pretty good month. Growth is Pretty good. happy with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> we so, are happy for you. It's super you. humbling, anybody that happens to tune into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, even if I just, you know, even if there was like a handful of people that listened at the end of the day, if people want to take time out and listen to the just disgusting shit that me and Amy talk about, then, you know, <laughs> I'm happy. Like, I am happy. And can put up with just our very dirty sense of humor and everything. <laughs> you know we're what? Gun- I think we're the right audience for it. We're Absolutely. ready. We're gunning for that. <laughs> we're gunning for a Durex sponsorship, and we will we will get it in any way that we can. <laughs> it'll it'll happen. Oh yeah, manifesting um, it for you. <laughs> absolutely. So, how can you support Horror House? Well, we have the Buy Me a Coffee page. This is Amy's baby, so hopefully, I I can do it justice. Um, it's very simple. You buy us some coffees, you donate to the show, we get coffee, which isn't really coffee, it's money. So if you want to give us some money and help us carry on doing the show, then buy us some coffees, essentially. I don't know what else I can say about buy me a coffee other than that. <laughs> it's a great app, though, because you can do it towards anything, a drink, oh, a, absolutely. a coffee, absolutely. a tea. Um, unfortunately, a tea's, tea. unfortunately, tea's not one of the options. I looked and it's not. That's rude. Which is <laughs> just... Britishist. It is. <laughs> You're right. It is Britishish. Unbelievable. Ist. Ist. Still... Now I gotta ask from a Canadian, what yeah. do you guys put in your tea so famously? Like, is it just black tea with milk? Oh like, no, do you yeah. Put anything milk. in it? Is there milk a specific and sugar. brand? I gotta know. Milk and sugar. Milk and sugar. Um, it, like, so it's coffee, but you're using tea. It's... Oh, oh, you're gonna <laughs> pretty oh, no. much. I, I, I can talk about tea for hours. I mean, Let's... it's the same thing we do with coffee. Do you do like an orange Pico, an Earl Grey? I'm overcomplicating it, but I oh, got to no, no. know. I need we, the true British have, experience. We have different types. We've got like Earl Grey. We've got lavender. We've got peppermint and, and all that stuff. I'm very British in that I drink English breakfast tea and nothing else. Like Yorkshire tea. Love it. Yorkshire tea, two sugars, a splash of milk, and I'm happy. And don't microwave it. Americans who think that it's acceptable to microwave tea, it's not. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, do it. I wouldn't have even thought to do that. You got to steep yeah. it. I know for sure people microwave yeah, coffee. I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm guilty for microwaving coffee. And it I have... is. I, I'm honestly disgusted with myself. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. I have seen like loads of TikToks from America, and it seems that a lot of Americans don't own kettles, and they all... They'll put like they'll no. put like cold water in with the tea bag and then put it in the microwave and heat the water up 
Don't do which that. Is just Sierra does it on the stove. An abomination. Like a oh no, that's lady. fine. That is absolutely <laughs> yeah. fine. I don't. I don't own a kettle. I really want one, but I don't own a kettle, and so yeah, I just heat up my water in a pot. Sometimes I heat up the water in the in the stove for other things, like if I want just. I've lately I've been having apple cider vinegar with hot water and honey, so I heat up the water in the microwave <laughs> and then I add the stuff to it after it's already hot. That's fair. That's that's fair. I don't know I don't if Tom's ever going to talk to you again. Sarah. I'm too. No, no. <laughs> it's fine. He says through gritted teeth. It's fine. Um... <laughs> Listen, if I could throw away my microwave, I would, but it's just too. Yeah, I know what I'm okay. getting, Sierra, for her birthday this year. <laughs> so this... Listen, I will probably have one before my <laughs> birthday. Okay, <laughs> I have been needing a kettle for so long. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. It's necessary. It's, I was just curious because I really love tea. My grandmother is English, so I, I needed to know how you did it. I, I, I'm very simple. Tea bag. I in. respect the English breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Tea bag first, sugar, then water. Not milk first. That's another thing. It's not milk first. It's water first. And then the milk. And then you leave the tea bag in. You give it a few stirs. You give it your squeezes. And then you take it out. I'm going off on the tea tangent. Let's, uh, I'm the one that asked the question. <laughs> Your listeners are like, uh, yeah, we live here, we know. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so in addition to the Buy Me a Coffee page, uh, we also have a merch store. Um, so if you would like things with our logos, yes. um, anything from a hoodie to an airport, ca- airport, um, airpod case, or a tumbler, or a mug, or a t shirt, or a sweatshirt, etc., etc then have a look. Um, I know that for the last eternity, I've said that I'm going to put more stuff on there. I will. I'm playing around with some stuff, but eventually... You sound like us. (laughs) Like, I've got so many templates that I just haven't put on the shop because I'm just like, I'll make something and then I'll be like, actually... You got to make it perfect first. You're putting love into it. It's a great thing. Exactly, exactly. Shipping is free as well, wherever you live. No matter your place in the world, you'll always get free shipping. So if you would like to get some merch and support the show. That's amazing. I know, right? Hit the link mm-hmm. in the bio and have a look. And anything that you want on the store that's not on there, just slide into our DMs and we will try to oblige as best we can. So, ladies, Dolly and Otto, are you ready to get into this little scandalous case that I've got I, I'm not sure. I'm holding on to my booty. You're holding on to your booty. As a sewist, so, so. Seamstress? What is it called when you sew? Yeah, but I don't do seams specifically. <laughs> As someone who sews, I am very intrigued sewing by this story. That's, that's what you're looking for. Right? There you go. Um, cool. So let's get started. So Dolly was born at Valberga Kirschel in 1880 to parents who had emigrated from Germany. Uncertainty surrounds whether she was indeed born in Imperial Germany or soon after her parents emigrated to the United States. She was raised in a neighborhood of German immigrants near Milwaukee, Wisconsin. When she was 12, uh, Dolly would start to work at Fred William Osterreich's textile mill. Fred was a fellow German immigrant who had achieved success and frequently employed other immigrants in his factories. It didn't take long for Fred to take notice of Dolly, who by all accounts was an attractive and charismatic woman. And the two would eventually marry when Dolly was 17. I will say I couldn't find anything on how old Fred was at the time. So that could be really, really sus, potentially. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> like, is it he's an older gentleman and that's why she's going for the younger? Maybe. What's the equivalent of a mistress? Um, male form. Mister? <laughs> yeah, I think that would just be called a mister. Might be called a and mister. And that's why she's going for a younger mister? Who knows? But yeah, I, I couldn't, there was nothing I could find about how old Fred was at this point. Um, I mean, the fact that he, he noticed her when she was 12 is problematic. So It is. Yeesh. Don't oh, love it. Not going to lie. I'm not too high on that. Um, the couple made their home in Milwaukee, but marital bliss eluded them since Dolly was sexually dissatisfied and Fred drank too much. Not a good combination. If you want a good sex life, then that's a problem. <laughs> I was going to make a joke and say same, but that's not true. <laughs> Um, according to the LA Times, quote, her eyes and appetites would bring a long line of men into her life and send one to his death. Was that foreshadowing? Maybe, <gasps> maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Scandal. I'm holding on to my butt. Oh, it gets scandaled. I, I hope you got a tight grip on your, on your booties because they're about to be knocked off. Um, so Fred would spend a lot of time overseeing his expanding manufacturing enterprise and his downtime was spent uh, drinking huge amounts of German beer and hard liquor. Uh, frequently, Fred didn't get home until after Dolly had gone to bed. Other times, when Fred oh. did get home, he was far too drunk to satisfy his sexually starved wife. Don't starve your wife, Fred. Just in general, sexually or not, don't starve your wife. Sexually or, or actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Women are yeah. always hungry. There's an ongoing joke there. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Dolly is hungry, I will say that. Hungry woman. <laughs> According to all accounts, uh, Dolly started dating practically as soon as she got married. These were typically men that she met at the factory and invited home while her husband, who was ignorant and uninformed, was still toiling away at work. Dolly frequently had affairs with other men, but they did not typically last very long. Uh, Dolly would switch gears and move on to another male caller just a few weeks or months after um, she got with that one, essentially. Despite the short duration of her affairs, Dolly rarely took a break from her activities and eventually had a reputation as a serial cheater. Not the best reputation <laughs> to have. Oh, no. No, and not one that I can say I've ever heard. No. Like, who has the time? <laughs> and normally it's the other way around. Well, if her husband's never that's, home. I mean, that's true. <laughs> It seems like she has plenty of time. Yeah, it seems like she's got a lot of time on her hands. And, no, it is, and it's like, normally what, the other way around. What year did this take place? She was probably in her early 20s, maybe, at this point. Okay. All so, right. Fair enough. I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what's well, the time? I, just, I need a nap first. I'm in my yeah. 30s. I, I, yeah, I need, I need to stretch. I need to meditate before. <laughs> I need to hydrate. Yeah. Hydrate. I need to do <laughs> yoga. Like, yeah, there's a lot that goes, goes into that at this point. Um, Good for Dolly, I think. <laughs> I mean, she's get she's getting that good dick. So fair, you you do you, <laughs> you do you. Yeah, and and who's to say you can't snuggle and take a nap afterwards? True, exactly. you know exactly. True, she'll get her rest. <laughs> Hopefully, he got her like McDonald's or something or pizza <laughs> after. Happy lady, right there. <laughs> if I don't, if she doesn't get a McDonald's breakfast, she's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that as I'm like eating because I'm. Stressed. <laughs> I Alicia is hungry as yeah, well, but not in the exciting way. Yeah, in the goldfish isn't. crackers oh. kind of way. 
Dolly is hungry for that. That's what that's that's what she's hungry for. Um, <laughs> this has gone off the rails already. I'm literally on page three of my outline. Dear me. I'm so sorry. Um, no, it's fine. <laughs> so behind his back, it turned the strict factory owner into a rather comical character. Dolly, however, didn't appear to care as long as her sexu- as long as she was being sexually satisfied, which many men were very happy to oblige. That is until Dolly would meet a certain young man when she was in her early 30s. Enter Otto Sanhuber. So Dolly requested Fred send one of her factory's repairmen to the house to fix her sewing machine one unusually warm fall day in 1913. Otto Sanhuber, who was aged 17, knocked on the Osterreich's double, uh, elaborate double-entry door, and Dolly, who was 33, answered it while wearing only stockings and a silk robe and a heavy dose of perfume. Uh, Otto, a quiet 17-year-old who was still, obviously, a virgin, was a little bit shocked. Uh, I think I would be and as well. illegal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... Oof. <laughs> I forgot problem. he was 17. I'm like, oh, man, this poor kid. He doesn't know what he's getting himself into. She was 33 as well. Yeah, Yikes. that's... Yeah. Yikes. Cougar behavior, that, I mean, to say the least. <laughs> that is cougar behavior. And part of me, part of me wants to I be mean, like... I mean, at least make sure he's legal first. Come yeah. on, Dolly. Yeah. And it's really bad because part of me wants to be like, yes, Otto, get in there. Get in there, mate. You've got a 33-year-old. And then, <laughs> right. and then yeah. another part of me is like, oh, shit, he was 17. No. Right? Like, yeah. we're, we're almost in our early 30s slash early 30s. I would never date a 17-year-old. <laughs> yes. No. It's a bit... I mean, I guess if you just pretend you don't know. I mean, not me and you, but like if Dolly was like, I don't know how old you are. I don't want to know how old you are. Let's do this. You're cute. Let's go. So Dolly escorted the young boy upstairs to the area where she kept the half disassembled sewing machine. And Otto would start putting it back together. Dolly sat on the bed with her legs crossed and would wag a foot teasingly up and down in his direction. Otto noticed that Dolly's robe had shockingly become undone as he looked up from the sewing machine. (laughs) to tell her there didn't seem to be anything wrong with it. He also noted that, rather shockingly again, Dolly had absolutely nothing on underneath. It's getting steamy in here. Oof. Oh, my lord, lord. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So Dolly would then, in one smooth and silky motion, lay back and lay on her bed. Otto would take the silent hint with the pair engaging in gentle but still passionate sex. The dusty old singer machine would remain untouched. However, the same could not be said for Miss Osterreich. And so began a strange affair that would last for around a decade. That How is romantic. Not what I thought you were going to like... say dusty. <laughs> this feels like the plot of a porn. Right? right? I usually skip this part. I'm not like going to lie. <laughs> but like a true crime porn, because you the know that somebody's going to be mad and coming through the door. I feel, I oh, feel that Otto is in trouble. That is my first. This kind of process. reminds. I hope not. I, I kind of want to say, you know, you know how like the the really stereotypical the pizza guy comes over or the plumber. This, this, exactly. This, this, or the copy right? machine guy. This is the early. <laughs> this is like early nineteen hundreds porn setup. Oh my my sewing machine <laughs> yes. doesn't work. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Let's get Otto. Yeah, when you were saying that, I was doing air bunnies over here. I'm like, yeah, he's coming to fix her sewing machine. 
<laughs> coming to fix something. Definitely ain't no sewing machine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Slash be eaten alive by this 30-year-old woman, this poor kid. <laughs> he does not know, know I... what he's got himself roped into. Not gonna lie, I don't know where you were gonna, when you were like being eaten. I didn't know where you were gonna go with that. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> he's eating something. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> hyperbolically <laughs> eaten alive. <laughs> uh, so Dolly and Otto engaged in a love affair that would last from 1913 to 1922 without Fred Osterreich's knowledge. That's nine years. Yeah. How does somebody consistently yeah. have that? Yeah. Long of an affair without your husband even suspecting. I think, I think Fred knew he just didn't care. Or we'll she find. was really good at it as a serial cheater. She uh, was I good mean, at hiding stuff. We will find that there is a very specific reason why Fred did not find out for nine years. Um, oh, no. Okay. I know, right? Uh -oh. dun, dun, dun. So, <laughs> Dolly and Otto first maintained their relationship in the customary style, style of secrecy by meeting up in hotels to have sexual encounters. Otto occasionally dropped by Dolly's house when Fred was at work or would stop by at night while Fred was out drinking himself into an absolute stupor. It wasn't a sporadic oh affair. Dolly and Otto had many sexual encounters every day and met up whenever they could. But soon, nosy neighbors started inquiring about the stranger who was loitering nearby. Dolly would say to the them... strange he... child. Right. <laughs> the strange 17-year-old. He's just constantly in and out of the house there's something yeah. going on what dolly is your adopted kid no <laughs> to cover for the stranger who was constantly in and out of the house dolly would say to her neighbors that he was her quote vagabond half brother good cover dolly but but then when you find out things later <laughs> that's so gross yeah like now you're so you said in and out of the house i mean it's I not incestual like, said, but, but like <laughs> I felt bad about it because I know he's underage. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, he's only underage for one year and there's a whole nine years. That's true. So let's just pretend he's, man, he's finally yeah. made it yeah. to 18. Yeah. All right. It's still gross and probably grooming. Yeah. But we'll look the yeah. other way for it's, the sake of the story. It's still gross. <laughs> um, fun fact for anyone but who hey, didn't know. hey, this is a true crime show. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and fun fact for anyone who didn't know, the age of consent is 16 in the UK. So technically, Otto was what? legal. Yeah, the age of consent is 16. So oh, it's legal. Oh, like, if, if it was here that this was happening, technically it's legal. Morally, it's not great. <laughs> like, it's, it's not great at all. But <laughs> yeah. legally, this would, this would, like, she wouldn't be breaking the law. What state is, what state are they in Milwaukee. again? Wisconsin? Yeah. Wisconsin. Milwaukee. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I don't okay. know what the age of consent is there, or yeah, America so in general. In, to be perfectly honest, in most of America now, anyway, it's always changed. But in most of America now, it's eighteen or seventeen with the parents' uh, approval. Which is like a really like your parents up could say for you, like, "Hey, That's... are you good with me?" <laughs> well, because usually it's like an eighteen-year-old and a seventeen-year-old, yeah. and the parents are like, "We know about her eighteen-year-old boyfriend. Yeah. It's yeah. fine." the difference of a few months yeah age of consent right. is the same here but it's interesting that you said that because the age of consent in portugal is 14 so what? i mean i guess it depends on where you are i know that's insane right uh... in parts of Mer uh, mexico isn't it 12 yeah, it is what remember when we watched um <laughs> what was that that really terrible documentary that we watched 
Oh, no. Oh, the And he, like, took that little girl to Mexico to get married because she was 12 and they were allowed to get married. Oh, abducted in plain sight. Was it abducted in plain sight? Yes, abducted in plain sight. Yeah. So this is completely irrelevant to this case. But that documentary is insane. Insane. It's so insane. Like, I was watching it and I was like, okay, this seems pretty, this seems, you know, pretty standard. And they're just out of nowhere. It's like, oh, yeah, the, the... kidnapper asked me to wank him off and i did and i'm just like what yeah yeah all of it's crazy i saw a meme that showed like redness behind your eyes is a stress headache redness behind your ears is a you know sleep headache redness all over your head isn't abducted in plain sight headache (laughs) i was like yes that's how it made me feel my whole head like just oh i did get so I, i did get so vexed with it like after it finished i was just like oh, yeah. i was just like what what are these parents what are you doing right <laughs> like i think that was the everything was wrong we've ever been <laughs> doing was, a bonus episode it was it was just wild there was like a love quadrilateral but it's good to touch on, on the different ages insane. of consent because sierra and i are biting our tongues over here and you have a different understanding of it i mean morally not right like you said but oh yeah definitely. i like it i learned this something is, this today. is like very morally questionable <laughs> But it, there's <laughs> legalities. It's you're in the clear. But yeah, if you're thirty, we're going to pretend he's twenty six at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Just to make ourselves feel better. Uh, so when Fred would confront Dolly after neighbors informed him of the man that was constantly visiting, she made up the story that a book salesman had been nagging her to buy more of his wares by stopping by the house way too often. Fred, who, remember, was laser-focused on his work nearly 100% of the time or absolutely smashed off his face the other 10% of the time, um, <laughs> would take this story at face value. However, obviously, for Dolly and Otto, this would make having sex in Fred's own bed a little bit more complicated. Yes, Fred's oh, own bed. Oh, that's... <laughs> at least do it on the kitchen table or something. Jeez. <laughs> She sit on the kitchen counter. Please make your affair spicy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Can you just imagine as well? Cheating is one thing, but cheating in your marital bed is another. It's it's a problem. It's literally just hit me that they they would have furious sex in Fred's own bed, and then Fred, bless him, probably off his face, but still, Fred would come back and lay in the bed that had just been. No. Be like ruined by also. <laughs> oh, this poor man! Oh, right. No, all the juice is in there. Oh, oh no. dearie me! Oh, terrible. <laughs> Listen, we're not going to victim blame, but let this just be a warning to all men: you better keep your spouses yeah. happy. Yeah. Okay? Do what they right. want you to or do. You could be laying in quote all of the juices. You could be laying in many, <laughs> many, oh, many no. juices, and it's just not going to be great for anyone involved. Oh no! So, moral of the story. Have sex with your wives or your significant others, please. <laughs> Top tips for Dom, <laughs> please. Sierra, and Alicia. Please, Full sexually stop. satisfy yeah. your partners. <laughs> and if you can't, go to a doctor. <laughs> right. Find out why. Exactly. So, with this conundrum being presented to the pair, Dolly would have to hatch a plan. Dolly suggested to Osso that he give up his profession as a repairman and live permanently in the Osterreich's home so that the neighbours would no longer be able to see infrequently visit the house but as i see alicia question everything at the current time 
where would Otto stay? Um, Dolly and Fred did live together after all. So with that in mind, there was really only one place in the house that he could. In order to stay concealed from Fred uh, when he was in the house, Dolly suggested that Otto hide in the attic where he would indeed. Oh, I was like, attic or basement, it's going to be one of the two. <laughs> Fuck, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's right. So, so yeah, um, Otto would indeed hide in the attic where he would stay for nine years. Okay. Oh, sir. Oh, my God. Sir, <laughs> that must be some magical. I magical was gonna sex. say, this right. make, yeah, exactly. It has <laughs> to be magical sex. Nine years of your life, because this makes me think of um, Michelle Knight and uh, Ariel Castro. Like he kept those three women in different parts of his house for almost ten years. Yes, but that that's was a hundred percent a captor situation. Prisoners, but Otto, yeah. how does he not feel like that? It's wild. There's got to be um, a nice 18 year old woman out there that that also <laughs> wants the D. Like I just. Poor guy. All I'm gonna say is Dolly Osterreich must have a phenomenal, phenomenal coochie. Yes, it, it must be. That's the yes. only explanation. It's the only She's thing I can think. Got him under his spell, exactly. Right, she's got the vice under her spell or something. I don't know. This makes me rethink my attic person. Oh God, Sierra, no! Like... <laughs> Maybe they're hiding on purpose. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Dear. Maybe they're hiding from their previous attic captor. You don't know. Yeah, it was Jesse's mom. <laughs> so. <laughs> Rose. So sidebar, Dom, if you don't yes. know, Sierra yes. lives in uh, her partner's mom, my mother-in-law's yeah. house. Okay. But she right. hears that noises in her attic and things get thrown around Often. in her garage. Oh my yeah. God, that just sounds we think like there's a an attic movie. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a horror film. But That's what I tell her. So on that note, I think it's time for a quick break um, so we can hear some other shows say some stuff. Uh, ladies, do you think now is a good time to to have a little yeah. bit of a breather? Good. Yeah, definitely. See you back here in not but a moment. Hey guys, this is Hannah. And I'm Amber. And we're That's Not Good, a true crime podcast. Where we talk about everything from true crime. To paranormal. To ghost stories, to weirdness. And we're kind of funny too. We sure are. Find us on our socials at That's Not Good, a True Crime Podcast. And wherever you listen to podcasts, just do it. See you there. Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. My name is Brad. And I'm Denise. We are the host of World's True Crime Podcast. Every Monday, we release an episode researched by me, about the most heinous criminals throughout history from across the globe. And then every Thursday, we will release an episode from me about disappearances, UFOs, the unexplained, and strange history. To lighten up the episode, we take part in movie trivia at the time of the incidents. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts and find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We also can be found at worldstruecrime.com. So just remember everybody, the world's not always as it seems. No, it's not. Bye, everyone. Bye. Welcome back, everyone. Let's crack on with this just absolutely insane tale of sex and sex and more sex. And then something else in a little bit, but still <laughs> more sex. Um, oh, no. Otto, Sand- 
Otto Sandhuber had no qualms about leaving his depressing boarding house and his menial repairman work, which didn't pay particularly well. The 20-year-old Otto could now take advantage of free lodging and meals, as well as an endless supply of sex from a stunning older woman with whom he had come to love. A cot, food, (laughs) I know, right? How romantic. So so a cot, food, lamp, uh, books, and writing supplies were all given to San Hoover. He would clean the home during the day and spend the evenings alone in the attic, reading and creating science fiction stories that Dolly would send to possible publishers on his behalf. I'm sure for a loved up Otto, he was probably living the dream. Yeah, Sierra's like, I was just about to say, I would totally fucking do that. I would live in the (laughs) attic. Like, you'd get an endless supply of books, food, and sex. Hell yeah, I'll live in the attic. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) No other responsibilities or qualms? Absolutely. Right, right. You're not wrong, Dom. He's kind of living the dream. Now that that I think about it. He he is kind of living the dream. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, that you might think differently in a little bit. But at the moment, he's living the dream. That might change. To prevent Fred from accidentally going up there and finding her live-in lover, uh, Dolly acquired a strong padlock and secured it to the trapdoor leading to the attic. Um, she, lo- she then locked it uh, shut whenever Fred was in the house. When Dolly and Fred would go out for dinner so Otto could get out and stretch his legs, Dolly would swiftly sneak upstairs and unlock the attic. But would your so, husband not be like, why is there a lock on the attic door? Yeah. I haven't looked at my attic door in a really long time. Well, you have a person living up there, maybe. So, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's that's how it works, though. Like, I don't go up there. See? You avoid it. <laughs> yeah. I would, like, I agree. Like, surely when, surely Fred seeing a huge padlock would raise some questions. But saying that, he doesn't seem like he's the brightest bulb in the box mm. plus he was probably too permanently fucking what is... smashed to even realize there was a padlock on it yeah what does he need in the attic there's no work up there there's no beer up there you don't care <laughs> he has no interest She's keeping in her uh, cleaning supplies and and womanly things up there i mean he, right he hasn't even got any interest in dolly's attic let alone his house so <laughs> well done i'm here all week so uh, when when not taking Dolly to Pleasure Town, population two, or being too busy writing and Fred was at work, the young man set about doing the household chores that were actually Dolly's responsibility so that the merry housewife of Milwaukee could enjoy more leisure time. Also, fun facts, would even create bathtub gin to keep him and Dolly properly, properly lubricated before and after sex when prohibition started. Oh, it gets better. Even Fred indulged in a few sips of, a, of the bathtub gin, utterly unaware that the maker was very busy plowing his wife. Wow. What did he think? That it was Dolly making it? Like, oh, I know you like to drink, darling. I've just, I've got this bathtub gin here for you. <laughs> Look, if if bathtub gin magically appears in your bathtub, you don't right. imagine it. I guess. You just, you just drink. I, I could just... Mm-hmm. He's this man is just so blissfully unaware. It's oh, <laughs> I mean, is is he unaware? Is he turning a blind eye, or is he just stupid? <laughs> I'm not sure. All I think three? he's choosing <laughs> to be stupid. Yeah. Yes, like, okay. he's like, you know, it seems suspicious, but I don't fucking yeah. care. 
I just I just love I just love that Fred was like, oh yeah, I'll I'll partake in some bathtub gin, you know, just re- oh this is really good, some really nice gin, just unaware of the fact mm-hmm. that his wife is just getting absolutely fucked by Otto Sanhuber. It's, it's <laughs> unreal. A man living in their attic, <laughs> right, <laughs> eating their food. Oh I just, no, uh, just don't go understand. So the most difficult task that Otto had to perform in his role as a domestic helper was to sexually please the ravenous Dolly Osterreich. Otto claimed that he was often forced to have sex with Dolly up to eight times a day. That's forced. Yeah. Is it forced? I'm just, I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she was a terrible human and he was forced, but also maybe... He was He's like, I get to write my sci-fi no- novels and I just have to have sex with this lady. Sure. Yeah. Well, so eight times a day. I like I need I need like a, a few hours between one. So eight times a day is <clears throat> is pretty impressive. Yeah, I do want to say that even though I said if you can't please your wife, you should go to the doctor. If your wife wants to do it eight times a day, maybe she should also go to the doctor. Because <laughs> that's a lot. Right. <laughs> Poor, Ma'am, take poor, up a spin class. Get it right. out some other way. <laughs> well, also, like, it, it just has to bloody massage it, like, before every single encounter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably sore constantly. Walking like John Wayne, mm-hmm. just constantly. Um, <laughs> well, that could be Dolly, actually, who's walking like John Wayne constantly. Probably Dolly. <laughs> Possibly. Never know. <laughs> Uh, I know that we earlier said that the um, San Otto Sanhuber was probably living his best life. Uh, Otto, however, would later refer to himself as "quote Dolly's sex slave" because of how often the seemingly constant desire for sex became a hardship for him. Despite Dolly appearing to have practically have a practically infinite capacity for such activities, he does. Eventually, he's just like, I want to finish my right. fucking book. Okay, <laughs> leave me alone. This science fiction novel ain't gonna write itself. Right? I made you bath some gin. I need to just get to work, okay? Yeah. Go and use your fucking massive vibrator instead. Just let me have a break. <laughs> just let me have a break. Um, go sit on the washing machine. God damn it. Go sit on the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, San Huber had been living secretly in the Osterreich's attic for five years by 1918. Uh, having frequent sex with Dolly and even having some of his works published under a pseudonym. While this was going on, Fred would start to doubt his sanity. He was hearing hearing strange noises coming from the attic. His cigars cigars kept disappearing. And he was convinced that occasionally strange shadows were seen outside his bedroom door. Um, Oh, ew. (laughs) Sorry. That's not the part to focus on here. But why is he standing outside the bedroom door while they're asleep? Maybe he was hungry. Yeah, that, like, that's the only thing I can think of. Maybe he went downstairs to get something or get some food or whatever and then was coming back to the attic. Or maybe jealous. Well, maybe jealous. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. I suppose he's... I mean, if he's being forced to do it eight times a day, can you really be jealous of someone else doing it maybe but once a month? But if he's in love with her and this is the man that gets to share the bed with her, he's probably like, this seems mm. unfair. Yeah, that's True. True. There, I mean, there's a few different. Here. Yeah, yeah, there's a few different avenues, isn't there, on that one? From a woman so, that is not a serial cheater. I do not know, but that's my <laughs> speculation. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred decided to move to Los Angeles that year, not knowing that the phantom haunting his, haunting his Milwaukee mansion would follow him out west. 
on the condition that the new home would have, guess what, an attic. And Dolly would agree to the relocation. When the Osterreichs oh. arrived, the now 22-year-old was already established in this new house thanks to her sending Otto Sandhuber ahead before Fred and Dolly, uh, Dolly would make the move. Everything would go on just as it had for the next four years until August the 22nd, ooh, the day after my birthday, 1922, when Otto would hear Dolly and Fred arguing from his little, little home in the attic. And this is where this case will now turn into a true crime case. Uh, spoilers. Oh, no. Spoilers. Other he than walks, the underage sex. Other than the... Yeah. So <laughs> murder, true crime. We've already got some true crime with the underage sex, but now this is going to turn into a bit of a murder. Episode. Oh, no. Spoiler so, alert, Dom. Jeez. I know. I did say <laughs> I did say die? spoilers, spoilers in my defense. You did. Spoilers, you did. Spoilers. You did. Um, <laughs> so uh, Otto Sanhuber uh, would walk right into the middle of the Osterites argument with two pistols in his hand and Fred becoming just a little bit irate when he realized that Otto was from the factory. The two weapons would fire as Fred and Otto would wrestle. Uh, Otto and Dolly would become very alarmed when Fred was shot. Oh dear. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Why did he bring the guns into the fight? I don't know. Oh, never I bring a gun know. to a wrestle fight. From what I could see, it, like from what I could sort of decipher when I was reading up on it it sounded like Otto was struggling with like struggling to like overpower Fred and I was like mate you have two pistols use them like what are you doing (laughs) that's true oh no yeah it sounds like he brought them in as an intimidating thing didn't realize oh no one of these can actually go off yeah and then it did and he's like Fuck! That was not supposed to happen. Panic mode. Panic mode comes in. I I just want to. I just want to picture Fred's face when he's just. He just sees Otto Sandhuber come down from the attic, and he's just like, "What the fuck? Where did this (laughs) man's come from? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh no, madness." So, um, so yeah, I said Otto and Dolly would become just a little bit alarmed when Fred was shot. Uh, Sanhuber would seize Fred's diamond watch and locked Dolly in the closet in order to stage the scenario that it appeared to be a home invasion. Uh, Dolly would start wailing after Sanhuber had safely retreated to the attic and one of the neighbours would eventually dial 911. Obviously, Dolly could not have locked herself in the closet. Therefore, there was no reason for the police to doubt Dolly's version of events. So the merry widow would inherit her husband's millions and would, bri- and would buy herself a new house. Guess what the house had? An attic. An a attic? spacious attic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but just get a two-family house by this say... point. Give him his own fucking house upstairs. Well, yeah, okay. and it's like if Fred's out of the picture, why does she need the attic? <laughs> I really don't know. Um, <laughs> but on that point, even though there didn't seem to be a need to keep San Huber in the attic, that Fred was no longer around, it was a new house, etc., the lover's relationship had changed to one based on dominance and submission after nearly 10 years. Consequently, when Dolly did relocate, her live-in sex slave would once again move into her attic. <laughs> Just let, let him have an actual room, Dolly, at right? this point. What the fuck? Jesus. Like, can he not upgrade to the main floor at this time? Poor guy. <laughs> right? It's like a fancy hotel where there's no upgrades available. Sorry, I have to stay in the attic. <laughs> right, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe the attic, the attic helps his writing. Maybe. Maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe he wants to be in the attic. That's a good point. We don't know. Maybe. Maybe he's just been conditioned to live in the attic. Yeah, exactly. It, it is. Yeah. Like Sierra said, maybe a little bit of a grooming situation. Yeah, it's yeah. just like normal yeah. for him. So Otto Sanhuber bought a typewriter to continue writing after he managed to have a few pop stories published, along with a few pennies and dimes from Dolly. All the while, Dolly was able to secure um, Herman S. Shapiro, uh, a lawyer, as a new love interest, uh, who rather oh. problematic. Oh, trust me, it gets better because rather problematically, that was her lawyer. <gasps> uh... Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> bit of a conflict of interest. Just a little bit. I would say so. Just yeah. a teeny, Jesus. teeny bit. <laughs> Dolly would begin dating Herman Shapiro, uh, as we said, her lawyer or attorney. Um, and, that, and at that time, she would start to commit a slew of pretty damning errors. Um, she started by handing Herman the diamond watch she had uh, taken during the, quote, robbery. Herman would immediately recognize the watch as Fred's, but Dolly politely explained that she had discovered it under a seat cushion and felt there was no need to notify the police. Um, the LA Times, which covered the murder in 1923, stated that Dolly had ordered Roy Clum, a third lover at this point, to dispose of the murderous tools uh, in the Labria tar pits that evening. Is this woman's vagina made of gold? Like... I don't know. I don't How know. How did she get these people to do this for her? Oh, oh, also, by fun fact, by the way, Otto was still in the picture at this point. He's still up there in the attic while Dolly has yeah. her two lovers, oh, one of them being her lawyer. <laughs> well, she has to find somebody to fund the books yeah. true. that the attic lover is reading. <laughs> so <laughs> That's true. I, I imagine she's not working at this time. No. Yeah. I mean, she probably... I mean, not when she's doing it at least eight times. Yeah, again, who has she, the time? She doesn't have Just... time to work. She's too busy. <laughs> she's too busy getting fucking plowed by Otto and and Roy and Herman and. I need and a string board here. Just, I'm I'm mixing up the names. I know, right? Like, oh man. It just seems like it's an open house at this point. The, the whole neighborhood's no just intended. coming in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. She might as well just start charging these right. guys. Right. Right? That might be why she's got so much money, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, so when the authorities would learn about Fred's watch in 1923, uh, Clum admitted to disposing of the firearm after a turbulent breakup with Dolly. Uh, Dolly was then taken into custody, but because they were unable to figure out how she had locked herself in the closet, they were compelled to withdraw the charges and let her go. Uh, Shapiro was informed by Dolly that her vagabond half-brother uh, was residing in the attic of her house, and she had asked him to check on him. Herman was greeted by a thin, pale, but friendly Otto Sanhuber when he knocked on the trapdoor leading to the attic. Sanhuber would recount his genuine relationship with Dolly and eventually admitted to his involvement oh. in the murder. Um, and he would eventually leave the attic. Finally, the man, the man left the attic. Um, well, and, it's clear he needs some sun right. from the pale description. So, God. I mean, he fled to Canada, so I don't know if he got any sun. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, if I, I know your listeners cannot see me at the moment, but that's a true story. <laughs> I mean, saying that, I really do want to go to Calendar. I know the, Calendar? Canada. I know this is very Canada. off topic, but I would love to go to Canada. It's been on my list. Well, you say the you say the time. We will do some sightseeing. 
Oh, yes, that would be grand. That would be absolutely grand. Pose for a picture hanging off of Niagara Falls and give my mum an absolute yeah, heart attack. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> Make Sierra jealous that she has not come here. <laughs> Sierra. Oh, dear. Listen, you haven't even gone to Niagara Falls. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. It's on the other side that of Canada true. for you. I I'm West Coast. But it's on my bucket list. Well. Me too. It's actually closer to me than it is Rude. to you. So. All right, we'll fine, have... you meet down there. I'll just come join. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a, a horror house slash twisted and uncorked meetup in Canada. That would be, be sick, actually. Yes. I'm not going to lie. That would be fucking sick. Yeah, absolutely. One day, it'll happen. Uh, so Herman and Dolly's relationship would end on a sour note in 1930, probably. Oh, no. Dolly just constantly had lover after lover after lover after lover after lover, maybe. Yeah, that'll do um, it. Feeling spiteful, he told the police about San Huber, who, who coincidentally had just moved back to Los Angeles. By the time the ex-lovers were detained, the press were aware of the scandalous stories and photographers would trail uh, Dolly and San Huber everywhere they went. But the trial outcome was not as eventful as the public would have hoped. Though the jury found San Huber guilty of manslaughter, uh, the statute of limitations for such an offence was seven years. Eight years had passed since Frank's death. Therefore, San Huber's charges would be dropped. After, uh -huh. I know, right? I don't actually, what, I should know what this is considering I, I host a true crime podcast, but what does statute of limitations mean? <laughs> I have no idea. It means that if the crime had, if they haven't been caught for the crime yet, they basically get away with it, which is a huge deal because the statute of limitations for rape is only two years. Mm -hmm. So when what? people finally come forward, 10 years later, there's nothing you can do yeah. about it anymore. That's what Two they're years. dealing with with the um, Stephen Hyde from that 70s show. I forget the actor's real name. Danny Masterson. Yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of the women that have come forward and the sexual assault allegations that happened years ago. So there's nothing that can really That's be charged crazy. against him, even though, yeah, obviously it's wrong and he's lost all of his jobs as a result. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it is That's kind of un. I feel like they got to make certain laws like a le lesser time <laughs> for oh, yeah. a statute of limitations. Absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. Because like people are in jail for like weed and it's just like the statute uh, yes. of limitations is two years. For, for like 20 years. Like, yeah, that's madness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They America. need to do an overhaul <laughs> on all of that, but it's not going to happen. We We complain about it all the time on our show, but. And it's unfortunate because, like you said, somebody will be arrested for something as small as having a joint and they're in prison for 10 years. But no, you can that's... go around raping and murdering people and eh, it's been too much time. We're not going to bother. That's madness. Um, just so that we have real, actual, truthful information on here. Every state has a different statute of limitations oh, for rape. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, each state has their own, right. you know laws but yes some of them are six years some are 10 some are three some are five some are 15 it's just it's all okay different. i think all of them need to be 10 years yeah i was about to say because if after just... 10 years you haven't come in forward. my <laughs> state currently there is no statute of limitations oh, oh get so. it alabama all right alabama yeah all right <laughs> maybe the the whole cousin marrying can be looked at now <laughs> <laughs> and being a being Legal oh to like gosh. marry farm animals or some crazy Alabama law. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. 
Deep oh, South. I have Gotta not heard that joke yet. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I don't she know. She made that's all fact. the jokes herself when she moved there, but I didn't hear that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not from here. Okay. L- look at like all of my listeners in Alabama. Just turn off the podcast now. They're just like, what? The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, we'll send them right back. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama. I don't know if any of what I said was true. I don't know if it's legal to marry a horse in Alabama or some crazy shit. I don't know. Sierra. <laughs> I don't think it's legal, but I'm sure it happens. <laughs> well, the first ever, yeah, I mean, weirder things have happened in this world, so I don't see that why is not. True. It is legal to beat your wife on the porch steps on Sundays. What the f- what? actually? <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those random old laws wow. that they never did away with. I think we need to go back for our fun facts at the start of our episode. I'm pretty sure I've used that one before. I think you did before. too, but we used to do yeah. like state fun facts because some of them are, just don't mm-hmm. make sense. Like it's illegal to chew gum. It's illegal to say. It's illegal to carry an ice cream cone in your back pocket. Well, why would you do that <laughs> in the first place? Like, <laughs> I don't know, but it's illegal. You better not. America's not a real country, is it? America's just a made-up country. It's just... America's not real, I swear. America is just a simulation. Yeah. <laughs> it's illegal to say Ar- Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas. Which is funny because every time I reference it in day-to-day life, I say Arkansas. So I'm safe yeah. here. That's mad. <laughs> you can't That's... arrest me over here. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm glad I live in a country that sees sense. That's not true. Yeah, yeah, so don't many, so don't many... beat anyone on your porch steps on Sundays, please. <laughs> No, we clap for the NHS on Sundays. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. After Dolly's conviction was overturned, she would find another lover. Surprise, surprise. Um, oh, shocked. Oh, shocked horror. Um, however, this one was different because they would spend 30 years together and would eventually marry. She's retired from the, from the, the whole life. <laughs> She's gone straight. <laughs> She could have just done that with I Otto know. in the first I feel place. Bad for like, why? Otto right. is the true victim here. Right. They're saying that. I don't know. I mean, he did live a really nice yeah. life. I know. But you and, invest. And he really did. 10 plus He didn't have to make any money. Woman, and she doesn't want to marry you. Plus. plus. Well, if, if they did get married, where would they get their money? That is true. Maybe the new husband had enough. He had the money and the good dick and the stamina. <laughs> Like he was everything she needed Never before. Want to hear you use the word good dick again. Before she needed different people for different things. This guy's got it all. That's true. She's finally, or maybe she's planning on killing him too for a life insurance maybe. policy. We don't know. She's finally got that good, good dick. <laughs> no one else's dick is good enough. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Otto's just got to listen to it from the attic. Right. <laughs> maybe. She finally had an orgasm and she's like, oh, I don't actually need it eight times a day. I just need that one orgasm. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. We've solved the mystery. Um, In 1961, um, Dolly Osterreich would pass away. Uh, Otto Sanhuber, however, would live the rest of his life in relative obscurity. Uh, Due to his previous living conditions, which resembled a bat cave, he was earned the nickname the Batman of Los Angeles during the media flurry that surrounded the trial. That's a pretty cool nickname. I'm not going to lie. Oh, wow. The Batman of Los Angeles. That is a really cool, cool nickname. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even Good be mad for him. at that. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it will help with book sales. Like the oh, Batman absolutely. of Los Angeles mm-hmm. wrote this. 
fuck yeah, I want to buy it. Absolutely. Um, so the public uh, did not perceive San Huber as the tragic romantic he imagined himself to be because of the tabloid coverage he received during the trial. Rather, they saw him as a immoral sexual offender with an odd preference for attic living. <laughs> <laughs> he is the sex offender here? Oh my gosh. Oh, He's the sex guy. offender. The, se- the sex slave is the sex offender. Apparently. God damn it. A sex it. offender with an attic kink. Right. <laughs> I was going to say maybe earlier when I was like, why does he still live in the attic? Maybe that was part of their kink together. Maybe. He was maybe. still hidden yeah. away. Yeah, I, I prefer the Batman of Los Angeles. <laughs> Sexual True. offender with an odd preference for attic living. It just doesn't yeah. have the same ring to it. Has it has <laughs> a New York Times article yeah. cover. No. Absolutely not. Um, so yeah, my boy Otto just got done so dirty right there. My goodness me. Oh, Jesus. Right? Um, uh, and it doesn't get any better because he was referred to by the deputy district district, district attorney as, quote, a perjurer of his own soul. Oh, man. Also, just... just... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> also... Wow. Oh, this poor guy. He's just getting absolutely torn apart at this point, isn't he? Jesus. The poor guy. So while San Huber may have been exempt from legal judgment, he still had to deal with the judgment of newspaper readers who had been riveted by this most scandalous tale. And that is the case of Dolly Osterreich and her lover in the attic. Probably one Stop of the most it. wild cases I've come across. Not going to lie. And I've done some yeah, I... pretty wild ones as well. But yeah. What are your thoughts on this on this one, ladies? I really was jealous of Otto's life until the end there. I think I would give it all back to not be called a pervert who likes, li- who who has an attic kink. Like, please don't call me that. Right. It was just cozy, okay? Right. Jeez, right? I, I love- got to write my book and read. And have my tea in peace. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet you when it rained, it sounded so nice. Yeah. Like you're camping. Yeah. On the For roof. Sure. Oh, I want to get a skylight just to to listen to the rain at night when it rains. Yeah. It. But yeah, um, I also, I love how like it started off as a pretty harmless, harmless, harmless little tale. You know, just a man in the attic. It escalated quickly. Sex, making bathtub gin. And then it ended with he was a sexual predator with uh, athletic That's so sad. sad. Right? He did. Jesus. In your terms, he did get done dirty. He got not, done so dirty. fair. He did. So dirty. Um, he did kill somebody. It was an accident, yeah, but he did yeah, kill self did. defense. Yeah, really. he did. He did. He did kill someone. Um, so, yeah. I don't think I'd call it self defense. He went into that fight. True. He could have just, just walked his happy ass attic. out the attic yeah. and out the front door. Like, <laughs> just leave, buddy. His I need happy it. I'm going to go to Starbucks while you have your argument. I'll come back when you're ready. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, this, this doesn't seem like something I need to be involved in. I'm going to make myself even more scarce. <laughs> um, and Poor oh, guy. It, it definitely sounds like he was se- he was definitely a sex slave as well. Bless him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oof. Not great, Dolly. Not great. Not going to lie. He was only 17 as well when he first started. So yeah, it, it's just problematic all around. But it was a spicy case. You did deliver. You yeah. did not exaggerate. Yeah. I, I came across it because I was like, I need to find like the wildest case that I can find for you. Um, but I was like, <laughs> I looked at like really disgusting true crime cases, like 
the worst of the worst but i was like i don't know maybe that's Eat. maybe that's maybe i shouldn't and you're like and then they either. might not want to come back yeah exactly so. <laughs> <laughs> me going on their show is i no am go very that. satisfied with this one no pun intended <laughs> Holly was also very satisfied it seems um <laughs> yeah well eventually <laughs> eventually yeah once she found her took a few years last yeah. lover but yeah took 30 I, years I, yeah exactly her good good dick <laughs> i'm glad that you enjoyed i hope i hope my hosting duties were passable absolutely Thank you so much Definitely. for having us and, and no, horrifying thank, us. Sierra, you. check your attic, okay? <laughs> um, I don't know if I want to, but I do have now like a weird fascination with maybe an attic kink is cool. Like I might turn my attic into a little Ooh, space for myself like your pod to hang closet, out. But like attic edition. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just live in my attic, actually. <laughs> I dig it. The oh, person that may yeah. or may not be living there will be very surprised if he comes back to it being <laughs> renovated completely. That's true. <laughs> oh, God. The attic looks different. Can't put my finger on it, yeah. but there's something different in the it's attic. Like, who put this beanbag chair here? It wasn't here before. <laughs> Uh, I know that you said at the start, ladies, um, but for anyone who's still with us and who hasn't ducked out because... Maybe they got horny themselves listening to this episode. Who knows? Who knows? They Maybe. needed to go find their <laughs> own attic right? person. Porn. <laughs> they need to go find their, addict, their own attic person. Yeah, I know you said it at the beginning, but if you could just remind the lovely people where they can find you, really. Uh, we, oh, go ahead. No, you go. No, no. You no. Go. <laughs> uh, we post new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the other ones this is the only two that I really think about anymore Stitcher, um, you can also <laughs> right you can also find those uh, episodes on YouTube if you want to watch the video you can find updates about uh, you know what we're doing and all of that on our Instagram and on our TikTok everything is twisted and uncorked wonderful mm. wonderful um, so for for us on our end uh, you can find Horror House wherever you listen to podcasts you can find us on Instagram at horrorhouse underscore pod. Please don't forget to rate and review um, on Spotify, on an Apple Podcasts, and on the website. I'm pretty sure with the algorithm on Apple Podcasts, the more someone reviews, the more they push the show or something like that. So we would like mm -hmm. Apple to push our show. So please, please give us some reviews and follow the Instagram page as well. Uh, also, if you feel so inclined to support us financially, Donate to the Buy Me A Coffee page. Uh, that would be lovely. Or if you want to represent the show, then please head to the merch store and find us some merch. Um, ladies, I'm going to give you the honor of seeing us out for this episode. No, wait. Like, see, like, ending the show? Uh, yeah, wrap it up. Wrap up the episode. Oh, okay. Um, thank you so, so much for listening to this chaos this week. We hope you guys come and check us out. And uh, continue to support Horror House Podcast. And we will see you next week for a brand new episode. Yes, indeed. Um, and all that's left to say from me is stay spooky, everybody. Stay spooky. Love it. <laughs>